Nazir Daf Nundal, the last thing we're discussing was if the, uh, there's a limb from a, uh, from a body, whether it's alive or dead, and there's not enough flesh on it, Rabbi Yochanan says the Nazir does not have to restart his Nazirut. Rashlakish says if a Nazir came in contact with it, he would have to restart his Nazirut. And the Gemara asked, uh, what are we talking about? And Rish Lakish explained, we're talking about where the limb does not have a bone the size of a barley, and still there's a pasuk that added it on. If, uh, we had a that says, And we were in the middle of the shot, and with that we're going to start in the middle of the braita. And with that, we're going to start on Dalad Aleph, second line in, second word, where it says, When it comes to touching, Amar of Yudah, Tanya of Yudah said, it says in the Baita, If anyone touches bone or halal, the drasha of the Baita is, If someone touches a barley size of bone, or halal, that's a limb that was cut off from a living person and it doesn't have enough flesh that if it was connected to the body it would heal the drasha is it's a limb that was taken apart from a dead person and doesn't have enough flesh on it and this is where the Brayta ends and there's one more, Obekaver, and Amarish Lakish, Rish Lakish, who is in Amora, comes in his Doresh that Obekaver, Zekeves Shalifina Dibur. That's the grave of Israel before Matan Torah, where we still didn't accept upon ourselves uh, the Torah mitzvot, and uh, therefore we're like Ovde uh, Kochavim in a sense where it's not Metamebe oil. Meaning, if someone walks into a kever of Israel before Matan Torah, then there's only an issue if he touches the grave, but not if he's uh, under the uh, under the tent. Now, high ever minamet hechidami. This ever this limb that was taken from a mit doesn't have enough flesh. What are we talking about? If it has a bone size of uh, the size of a barley, then Then okay, he's touching a bone, right? I don't need another limud for it. Eli, what are we talking about? The little bear Aitzim Kisora doesn't have a body size of bone, and that's why we can't learn from Hanogia Aitzim. And still, the Pasuk added it on that it has a din of a regular limb body part, and you see, like Rish Lakish, that it is metamen, not like Rabbi Yohanan. So answered back I can always say that it does have a barley size of bone. If the Pasuk Obemet is not for the case where you touch it because you learned it from Hanogia Baitzim, then then you could uh, you could use it for in case someone uh, picked it up. Meaning let's say it was in a box and you picked it up, he's still metameh. And that's why Rabbi Yohanan says it's not metameh because you have no source for a limb that doesn't have enough flesh on it and it doesn't even have a body size of bone. Next, soter. If a if a nazir became tameh, he has he is tameh for a week. On the third and seventh day, he has to get the para aduma and then he has to start everything all over again. And ibayal lehul. The question is it says that he cannot restart his nazirut until he becomes tahor. Are we talking about a case where the man is standing on the seventh day and we're waiting for him to go to the Mikveh and then shave Umani Rabbi Eliezer and it's according to Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi Eliezer holds, you start counting on day seven before you gave your korbanot on day eight. 
Odilma Bashminika, or maybe we're talking about on the eighth day, and Umay Achitara, Achevi Korbenotav, or until he gives his Korbenot, then he'll become Tahor. Umanian, who's a like Rabbanan, he it's according to Rabbanan that you only start counting after you give your korbanot. So the Gemara answers Tashima. Look at the next Mishnah. The Kataneva Sefat says in the next Mishnah, Matchil Umone Miyad. He starts counting all over again right away. It sounds like if uh, all these tumot that a person does not have to bring a korban on the sun, we'll see which uh, korbanot they are in a second, but. It says on the day on day seven after he gets the 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 paraduma blood sprayed on him, he starts counting right away. We're, now that's in the next mishnah. Haresha. So what are we talking about in this mishnah? My achetar. What's until what's until he becomes tahor? Achevi korbanotav until he brings his korbanot on day eight. Omani rabbanani. And who is this like? It's like rabbanan damre nezirut etahara achemini lohayla. They hold the nizirut of tahara, meaning the the actual the real nizirut. Now the second nizirut doesn't start until day eight after he gives his korbanot. It shows you it's like rabbanan, not like Rabbi Eliezer. So you see over here the gemara ends off like like rabbanan. The only issue is is anyone who's learning the Mishnah Yod sees that Rabbi Avadim Bartenur explained the Mishnah like Rabbi Eliezer and that's where all the Mephashim jump on him how, how do you say it's like Rabbi Eliezer if you have the Gemara saying it's like Rabbanan that's interesting so yeah there's Rabbi Akiva Eger over here very good at look inside okay next Mishnah is going to discuss Tumot that the Nazir doesn't have to restart his uh, Nazirut he just has to stop it for a week so the Mishnah starts Aval Hasechachot if there's a tree that has a tumah under it, ve'aperaot, or if there's a stone that is popping out for, uh, into the shul tarabim and the nazir walked under it and there was a there was a tumah over there, ubeta pras, or it's a, or it's a field that's been plowed and maybe there was a, a body over there that was plowed and maybe the, it's uh, it's been crushed and it's somewhere around in this field. If someone who left Israel went to uh, any other country, and the cover of the coffin, or the sides of the coffin, or if it's a quarter log of dam from a dead person, or if it's a tent or it's a quarter cup of bones, or any vessel that touched a dead body and if he becomes a mitzora on the days where he's actually a mitzora and he finishes tzara'at now he needs to have everything spread on him on day 3 and day 7 and the days where he's for sure mitzora and he's waiting for his tahara all of these, I mean, barring the Mitzorah, but that's for a different reason. But for all these, um, Nazir doesn't have to restart his Nazirut. He doesn't have to do the whole three and seven. He doesn't have to start all over again. Why? Because they're all humrot, they're all stringencies of the Rabbanan. Therefore, he doesn't have to restart everything, doesn't knock out everything. And right away he continues, his, whenever he becomes Tahor, he continues his Nezirut. And he doesn't have to give a Korban Hatat for becoming Tamein, all of these.
Now, באמת אמרו, whenever they say באמת אמרו, it's הלכה למשה מסיני, ימי הזה והזבב, ימי הסגרו של מצורע, הרי אלו עולין לא. The days of הזב, זבא, the days where a מצורע is closed off, all, meaning he's not, we're not sure if he's a מצורע or not, all these, the, those days count for a נזיר. It means he doesn't even have to stop his נזירות. And the Gemara starts. We said if a tree is leaning over to the Shut Rabim, Ilan Hamesech Alaris, you have a tree that is leaning over, to, let's say, Rashut Rabim, and the Nazir walks uh, under it. And we're talking about a tree where the branches are spread out and there's a Kezai Tum'a under one of them. And since each branch doesn't have a Tefah, they're not considered an oil from the Torah, and anyone went under it, it's only the Rabbanan. Ufra'ot. Hayotzot min agader. Peraot are stones that come out of the the, uh, the gate, uh, the fence, and there's a tuma under one of the stones, and the nazir went under or all of them. We don't know which one. In general, safek tuma in reshut rabim is tahor. Over here, we're a little bit mahmir, but it's a humra de rabanan, not a deoraita. Therefore, he doesn't have to restart. Ve'eretz ha'amim. If a uh, Nazir went outside of Eretz Israel, he doesn't have to uh, shave. Ibayalu, and we asked a question: Eretz Ami Mishum Avira Gazru Alea or Dilma Mishum Gusha Gazru Alea? What's the reason Eretz Ami leaving Eretz Israel is metame? Is it because the air is tame, and therefore even if I went on a bridge or in a plane or in a box, I'm I'm tame? Or is it or is the land tame? Because let's say uh, the, the people from the Mabul died over there, or maybe uh, all the Jews that were killed by the Goyim over the years are buried everywhere. And that's the reason Hachamim said that Eretz is Metameh. So Tashema, we see now in Mishnah it says, Umazeh Bashlishi Ubashivi'i. He has to spray on all these two mot, he has to spray on day three and day seven. Now, Ve'iyamat Mishum if it's just because of the air is tameh haza'a then why do I need haza'a? Meaning, it's not because of a dead body. It's just because you know the the area is tameh. the 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 air is tameh. We want to be we want to be mahmir on people, but but the, the, there's no tumatmet. The three and seven is only for tumatmet. You have to say the real reason you have to spray three and seven if you left outside of Israel uh, is because of the ground, either the Mabul or either Jewish people were buried there. The Gemara says, You could also say it was a Gzera de Rabbanan just on the air. When did we say three and seven? Ashara on the other stuff, on the uh, on the on the cases where there might have been a tumah temet. And hachinam mistabra makes sense to say that. Midekatanet says in the Mishnah, vechelim hanogiim bamet. Any vessel that touched a dead body, hane kelim bene hazaa inun. Are we going to say that the kelim you have to spray on three and seven? No, elashmamina. Rather, what are we talking about? Ashara on the other tumot, a guy walks under the the tree or a person who walks under the stone, things like that. But not, uh, not. It's not talking about every case in the Mishnah. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.